So, Did you have a question that you wanted to ask or talk to me about? No. No, he just okay. wanted, he wanted to tell you his bands. No I question like for Chop Top cool. either? Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, why aren't you wearing it? Why are you naked, Chop Top? That's my question. <laughs> I just have my shirt off because I am I just got back from my daughters and I'm burning up, and yeah, I'm like, heck with that. So. Right. It is got the AC, AC going, and yeah. I'm, Look, if I'm, we're all doing Top shirtless, I think I'm all for that. Oh, I'm yeah, shirts or, shirts or skins, shirts or skins. I mean, if blood letter's ready to go, so am I. Yeah, come on, we're all taking our shirts off, Calumity. Ready? Go. What Are you on team skins or team shirts, buddy? That's, yeah, there we go. There you go. All right, all right man. Yeah, that's metal. That's metal. All right. All right. Okay, blood letter. All right, quick. That's fantastic. He's in, oh, man. Great. He is in the group. That's right. He's he's in for life. Is yeah. anybody else coming on? Or yeah. That... Yeah, we're waiting for uh, Slunkmeister. <laughs> Who's that? What's his that's real the name? other Mark. Yeah. Oh, we're not going to give you the definition of the name, but yeah, that's the other Mark. Yeah. Right. Or would Eric <laughs> Wagner change it to? Have you had a chance to listen <laughs> yeah. to that show, Joe? I did hear oh, that. Oh, yeah. Man, yes. That... Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, what a blast, editing. Man. I think it was nice to have that all the editing up front. You get that all you're gonna hit with it two seconds in. Oh my know. gosh. You know what what made me so happy too? That happened to be on your birthday, man. That was just too cool. That was you great. Know? That was a that was a, a wonderful, wonderful present. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Man, he, he was uh, so chill. He was so cool. Yeah. Funny. Oh my god, when yeah. he did the uh, motel hell thing. Oh, I, yeah. I'm dying, man. Takes yeah, all kind was... of critters to make Farmer Vincent fritters. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Oh, that's like one of my favorites. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. We'll have to do a show on that again. Dread... I think Slunk's coming in. Yeah. Dreadbull. What the heck name is Dreadbull? I'm not uh, calling him that. Ah, oh, Slunk. What the hell name is that, Dreadbull? That's my name. <laughs> You're not calling you that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Burn this place to the ground. Adios, Dreadbull. Yeah. No, no, we're not changing it. I mean, we already know what it was changed to last week. So, yeah. Is that one of your online games, your World of Warfare character game? For uh, lots of different things, but uh, that game, that name goes back like over ten years, probably. What was your D and D one at Ariac? Ariac, yeah, Oh, that was an old high school. Yeah, D and D dude. Oh, that that campaign lasted like four years or something. We played in that one. Yeah, guys, I'm sorry, but it's still Slutmeister, so that's all it is to it. No, no, gotta get. Did you hear that? I'm not living with that name the rest of my life. I am Montag, master of illusion. What goes up must come down, but not always. This is Chop Top. Keep it heavy. And Dreadbull. You heard it. Dreadbull. Dreadbull. Dread. Dread. Fuck my sir. Fuck my sir. Dread. I'm not, I'm not living with that name. <laughs> and Bloodletter. Oh, Bloodletter's here for the very first time. All of us together. Hands up. Listening to music. Woo-hoo. Woo. <laughs> and you are listening to... We are so out of sync when we do that. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> Love that are still going. Keep it coming. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Bring it up the rear. <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you. Oh. Mm. Look it. Um, yeah, it's the first time we've all been together. It's very exciting. Bringing blood litter in to discuss music. Yes. And tonight's show, kiddies, uh, we are going to talk about experiences we've had at concerts, seeing bands, meeting bands, all those kinds of things that happen while you're at a show, and just kind of share some of the jocularity with you. So let's start now. Bloodletter, yeah, you're joining us. You're joining us new. Let's I'm here. Hear, I'm let's here. Tell a story. Yes. Make it a dirty one. <laughs> well, it's not quite dirty, but uh, quite embarrassing on my end. Uh, um, my hands have gone limp. Yeah. Placid. Good God, okay, man. it's embarrassing. Get a hold of yourself. Well, for, for me, from my from my perspective, I am I embarrassed myself really. Um, it was probably like the 2000 time or whatever. And um, I, I always hang out at the, I used to hang out at the Beachland Ballroom. And um, they would always bring through a lot of different acts, which was awesome. And um, the White Stripes were coming through before they hit, you know, national popularity. They were becoming big in Detroit and the whole big three band piece, you know, like, or two band piece was uh, starting to hit popularity and da, 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 da. So they played there, and um, we started talking. Me and a friend of mine started talking to Meg White. We were getting her to laugh and stuff. And I'm like, perfect opportunity to see if I could go up on stage and take pictures of them if they would care, you know? So I was like, hey, Meg, you know, I, I you know, do photography. Can I come up on stage, and can I take pictures? And she was like, yeah, sure, you know? So I was like, right on, you know? So they start playing on the stage and they have a curtain. So I'm like, I'll, I'll hide and disguise myself behind this curtain and I'll, you know, sneak out a few shots. And so I was so excited the whole time. So I'm just like doing beers and, and, and car bombs and just drinking and drinking and drinking and drinking. They, you know, they come on and I'm like quite drunk by this point, you know. So I get on the side of the stage and I and I, I bring props and I bring proof and I um was taking a couple pictures and stuff and, and then all of a sudden somebody's tugging on the back of my shirt and I'm like what 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 and it's their road manager and he's like what are you doing up here and I'm like uh, I had to cover one eye because I you know so I could see straight I'm like uh, <laughs> Meg said I could take some photos you know mm-hmm. so he let me go for a minute and then um. And while I was doing, when I was talking to him, I uh, was rewinding my uh, film because I was using, you know, the classic film camera. Mm-hmm. So I was rewinding it and I lost my rewind knob, you know. So he, just, he tugs me again. He's like, okay, come on, time's up, you know, because I was just standing there. And uh, so I get down on the floor and I'm like, I lost my rewind knob, you know. <laughs> so I'm like crawling <laughs> on the floor next to them playing. Pinkies, I lost my glasses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's totally like that. So I um, they're got, actually got live the stage. Huh? They're actually live playing at this. Point oh yeah, yeah, they're playing okay. at this point, and I'm I'm like crawling around on the side of the stage <laughs> trying to find the rewind knob, and then I get off the oh. the stage, and I'm like holding my camera, like you know, like a, my favorite broken toy, and I'm like, going, somebody help me! I need my rewind knob. <laughs> My wee wine knob. Yeah. <laughs> oh my camera, you know. And, 
<laughs> so then I kind of thought about it and I was like, you know what? Bloodletter, you're kind of, you're, you shouldn't be out in public, you know? So I packed myself and my camera up in the car and I just, I just went into the car and I just sat there. And then my boyfriend was like, I was looking for you for two hours. Where the hell were you? And I was like, I just wasn't good enough to be in public. So I, uh, I was looking for my wee wine. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to tell him the story and it was just all embarrassing. So it was just, but I got this shot before oh, I no. my rewind knob. A great shot. Yeah. See, yes, yeah, so that's close. And you can yeah. tell this is before oh, his good. transformation of turning into a vampire. So. <laughs> Well, they all have to start as humans sometime. <laughs> so I did get some good shots. Surprisingly you get enough, very nice. One eye closed and the other one twitching. Yeah, right there. Any... Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, nice. Nice, man. Very cool. So it was only like two or three shots. And, you gotta get and those signed. Was... Yeah, he said you should send those to them sometimes saying, hey. I was really drunk at this show, and thanks, Meg, for letting me on the stage. And here's two pictures I took. You I did them? end up. I no, I ended up. I they had one of those. Um, what is it? Turntable covers, and it looks like the peppermint stripes, like the drum sets and all that stuff. Right, right. And um, they did it as a uh, turntable cover, and so I had bought one of those at their next show, and I got them to sign that. But I didn't tell them about these photos because I'm like, Ugh, they're not yeah. good enough for them. You know, I'm like, they have people, right. you know, taking their pictures all the time and they're not going to want some shitty drunk girl's photo. They could say, hey, to uh, one of our favorite fans, we found your wee wind button. You know, like <laughs> there you go. <laughs> right. It's a nice wee wind throwback Thursday. Yeah, I thought I heard the ice cream weird. truck. Did the ice cream truck drive by, Blood Letter? Yeah, I want an ice cream sandwich now. Yeah, yeah. That's my it's it's my uh, when somebody texts me, um, my my blood. It was my sister, and so I have it. So my my light flashes, and I have really long songs play when I get a text because I feel like I'm so old now. It gives me a sporting chance to find (laughs) my phone. So sorry about the interruption. I did mute that and. all is forgiven. All is forgiven. <laughs> Come to the light. Okay. So that's my first story. But I mean, I mean, I I ended up meeting like because I took photos and I like to take the photos of fans and stuff like that. I I did end up meeting and it, and Beachland is so small that you do mm-hmm. end up meeting a lot of the acts that come through and all that stuff like that. Um, even one time we spotted Dave Grohl there from the Foo Fighters. Oh. He was in town, and he went to see a show called the Rayvon Nets. Uh, they were a Danish, a Danish group, uh, and um, he was there. And so we're like, "Oh my gosh, yeah, we should uh, go talk to him and get our pictures taken with him." And we had a one of those classic um, disposable cameras, you yeah. know. And yeah. so I was like, you know, oh, we need somebody to take our pictures with them. And we asked him, and he said, "Yeah, yeah," and this. Random guy was like, "Oh yeah, I'll, I'll do it for you," you know. So he's flipping around the camera and he he clicks it, the flash goes off, and Dave walks away. And we're like, "But wait, wait, he didn't get the picture." And he's like, "Nope, that's it." And he just walked away. And we we're like, "Yeah, he's a uh, jerk." That's too bad. <laughs> I, I know he does stuff, you know. I, I know he's he's really a great person. I, I I would assume, you know, but just at that day, you know, he was just like, "Uh, you know, he didn't want to deal with it." So. 
but a lot of interesting people I met through there going, you know, just going to the beach and stuff. That's great. That's my story. All right. Those pasty white nakedness is really distracting. I'm going to have to put something. Yeah. Put a filter on them or something. Post-it note over top of the screen right there. Yeah. What is distracting you, Slunkmeister? Well, I, I remember, um, you know, I think when Joe and I went to, uh, oh, sorry. Oh, I gotta edit that. When oh, Chop Top and down, I, no. yeah, I hate, you know, there's a naked guy named Joe somewhere. They're right, gonna... that's right. <laughs> Swipe right. <laughs> is this better? <laughs> Put them on grinder tonight. <laughs> uh, when Chop Top and I went to see the uh, Ozfest. We we have a couple of good stories about Ozfest. Uh, one one involving Motorhead, which travesty of travesties. They had Motorhead on the second stage, you know, not the main stage. Oh, they had Biscuit, you know, on the same so on the main stage. This is yeah. the Akron. Yeah. Well, we there too. Yeah, were you? Oh, yeah. you were there, Slunk? I remember yeah. that travesty. Yeah, Lip, yes. Lip Biscuit. Deeter. What's his name? Deeter. What? Droid. What's your new name? I don't know. Dread it's slut, slut you just told me dread. Fucking slut. Eric dread, Wagner dread. calling a fucking slut. slut. Meister. That's I'm it. trying to help you there. I'm rebranding. Thank you. Thank you very dread much. Somebody with some common decency over there. You're outvoted. You're outvoted. Dreadmaster. Dread We're going to start our own show. Dropping dread you guys. He's a dreadmaster. <laughs> I was trying to say dreadmaster. <laughs> dread, <laughs> that works. That's dreadmaster. That's the both world. <laughs> like some kind of like uh, Exercise vampire, equipment. vampire uh, larper or something. <laughs> the dreadmaster, out before me. <laughs> Come on, you faster. guys, you're not doing it right. Lord, bread, bread faster. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Roncomatic bread maker. We'll think of a good name for you. Ah, uh, so we were there, right? And you were there too, uh, bread basket. And the uh, here is here is Motorhead on the second stage playing, and Never I remember you yelling. More. I remember yelling between sets because it quieted down, and I yelled, "I love you, Lemmy!" And he yelled back, "I love you too!" And that was my Lemmy moment. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, the Lemmy loved me. So instead yeah, he... of singing at the church, I learned that song, "Jesus Loves Me." This I know. I started singing Lemmy, Lemmy loves, loves Me, This I Know. <laughs> for, for the concert, tells me so. You know? Yeah, because I remember it's all quiet. Yeah. And, he, and then he responds, he's like, love you too, mate. You know, it's like, yeah, it's so like, awesome. See, loves me. <laughs> you know, it's like that moment of connection. I'm not sure if we talked, when we talked about seeing Grip, I don't know if, if I mentioned when I, between songs, because we were talking to Voldemort Sorcho, we were out right in front of right. Brotho. But there's Dave Lombardo. I mean, Dave fucking Lombardo. Ten Lombardo. Feet away. Lovardo, I'm fucking high. What am I saying? Lovardo, David Lovardo. That's what you get when you take too many of these. Hold it um, up again. Uh, Hold it up again. Do you want some? Oh, here I, I got. The, I got the package. Pushy punch. Dude, yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Yeah. I'll swing by tomorrow for some of those. I've been okay. taking like half of one. I think half of one will start you off good, Mark. Okay. Mm-hmm. I 
that'll work. No. Bread basket. All right. Here you go. Something else. <laughs> Dread Bull, God damn. Right. So Red Bull. <laughs> Red Bull. <laughs> Red Bull. Red Bull. So I quit. Back to Lovardo. Red Bull. What? I'm resigning from the show. I remember yelling at Dave. <laughs> saying, Dave, I want to have your baby. I love you. I want to have your baby. And he was just kind of sitting forward. I saw him shaking his head like laughing. The shit I got to put up with since I left Slayer. But he knew. The same guy that yelled at Lemmy. I already recognized this dude. (laughs) Right. Exactly. (laughs) I was at that show in Akron. You love everybody, you whore. He writes for quiet moments between songs and you yell stupid shit at the drummer. That's right. That's right. I may be a whore, but that one's the slut master. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's a that's a Lemmy story. We we do have another show that perhaps uh, Chop Top, another um, episode from uh, that about the uh, Ozfest you know, with the masks. You want to tell us about the masks, Joe? Oh or, yeah, I was. At tell the us time, about the masks, Joe. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and, and, see through me, Montag. <laughs> I'm so white, you probably can see through me, but. Um, <laughs> I uh, stay away from no. the light. <laughs> oh, no, that's just a carton of uh, milk. But I no, but I went to uh, we were at that show and uh, obviously and uh, I was working at a record store at that time, and they had they were cleaning out the closet space or whatever like that. And they, old Ozzy masks they had. So I'm like, well, fuck yeah! I mean, we're going to awesome. Bring along. I'm I'm sure Montag would love that too. And we yeah, walked around as soon as we got in, and, and I remember Montag's going up to people out there and he's like. It's you're yelling. Chopped, you're, uh, their sound cut out. I think it's too much. You're oh, yelling I'm so sorry. loud. <laughs> oh, right out. Yeah. I didn't hear a thing. Oh, sorry, guys. I'm sorry. But, he, you know, he's doing all the Ozzyisms, you know, going out. And we're just dying laughing. And then uh, when he came on the stage, I remember we both had a, like, had a mass on. And he shows us on the drum, jumbo trauma. Yeah. And he's like, let Everyone me had see the own. fucking mass again. And he puts it. Yeah. Like, oh. yeah. Right. You're up there. Hilarious. 50,000 people. The, the camera goes on us. The, yeah, the two masks, assholes with some Ozzy masks on. Big you know, cheer. Big like, hey. cheer comes <laughs> up. Let me see the masks. <laughs> the masks are on the Jumbotron. The cheer comes up. Yeah. Montag yells out, I love you, baby. Right. <laughs> love you, Ozzy. <laughs> <laughs> this goes oh, out to my friend Montag. Ah, ah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> one, of, one, one of the not... One of the not so funny moments was uh, he's gonna choke. Uh, Come on, don't choke. Stay alive. Let let her spit it out. Oh, I was uh, one of the other. It was not so fun moments. It was remember guys when uh, Seven Dust opened first on the main stage. Yes, this and I all I heard well. was bull rush yelling that whole back. Remember, came like a yeah. riot to the front. And the person I was with time almost got crushed to death if I wouldn't have. Uh, pulled her up from the crowd and i remember me and montag the whole time were around her and just protecting and we're getting belted man in our back and her lower backs and it's like oh god yeah. and then finally so excited, but that was that was not fun behave like yeah, people no. yeah that was not fun no no that was not fun at all yeah we all you know, just we kind just... of got plowed and separated you know yeah. it, it was just <laughs> chaos yeah, I think I think Slunk, you were actually you were actually way up. I think towards the front of the stage, you got moved, and we're still. Yeah, me and a buddy, center. another uh, Glenn came too. Yeah, that's right. And uh, so yeah, we got separated. I, I finally spotted him just kind of hopping around, 
in the crowd. He was having fun. Mm-hmm. Then we finally made our way to the side where they had yeah, the bleachers. Yeah. We sat on the bleachers for a while. I remember we were doing that while the crush was there. Yeah, was I think we yeah, watched yeah. most of the rest of the show, the concert that evening from there. We did. You know, because it was just like, I'm not going to risk my life when people are, you know, that's crazy. It was hot as hell that day, too, I remember. Mm -hmm. It was just blazing hot in that field. And I remember uh, Limp Biscuit with a giant toilet on stage. I wish we could have flushed them down it. Yeah, that was very (laughs) very fitting for them, for their music. That's right, Limp Biscuit. The nookie! The nookie! Yeah, don't belong in don't belong in Ozfest. Nope, nope. Them and the Deftones, because they both open was a Deftones open for Ozzy when when Chop Top and I first saw him on the Retirement Sucks tour. I think it was Deftones and someone else. I think Tool was at that one though, weren't they? So that helped. Yeah, 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 they were a headliner at the. I'm pretty sure Tool was at that. Oh, the Tool at Ozfest. Yeah, right. They played at Lollapalooza too. Yeah, went to all those. Excellent. Oh, well, yeah. hey, Lollapalooza's got some good acts, but that's when Maynard mm-hmm. came out in the the televangelism outfit, yes, the white suit right. and the big hair. You know, uh-huh. yeah. Um, tell us about a Lollapalooza story, Bloodletter. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't girl? know. I was just always way too. Uh, I don't know. I was just always running around. That's it. You know, I didn't meet anybody or nothing really, nothing really to mention. You know, from the Lollapalooza stories. But Tool did play there, and that was like absolutely amazing because mm-hmm. i do love tool yeah so. they were really they were i saw band. him and uh i saw him in uh with a buddy of mine uh used to work with me uh they played in detroit a couple years back for the release of their new album and that is my second favorite all-time show i've never seen anything like that my first of course is maiden with you guys 2008 that was or none nothing's ever topped it that was fantastic well, that, that was, was a, a close show. second yeah this yeah was that was a great second. show because we all went up to Detroit to see Dream Theater. Mm-hmm. That was like a three-hour show. We had to sit down at like intermission because we were tired just standing there, yeah. let alone trying to play all that stuff. We're like, my God, how the hell do they do it? It was a, it was a long, like a, almost a three-hour yeah. show. Yeah, these guys are yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. One of my, we, first uh, concert, my first concert experiences was, uh, I was, gosh, I was maybe a whole 16, 17. And a friend of mine, we went to uh, see the Canadian metal band Helix. Uh, right across the Ohio-Michigan line, some some dive. And one of the cool things, we're hanging out in the bar area, in the, the back, you know, the pool area, and the bass player and drummer for band made a beer with them, we shot pool with them, and they signed autographs. They signed us, they still got the stuff. I think it was uh, cool. Greg DeFritz Hines on drums, and I want to say Paul Gray or something. On, on bass, I can't remember, but yeah, man, it was part of the Wild in the Streets tour, and that was... Uh, I mean, you're 16, 17, and you get that kind of experience. That that was fantastic. So that's not a great story. Excellent. It's like Lupedia yeah. Joe strikes yes. again. Right. <laughs> the vast, dense, <laughs> un- unbelievably cataloged. It's like the freaking Library of Congress in his uh, brain when it comes to music. It's going to Google Chop Top. I can't remember what the fuck I can't remember what the fuck I did the other day, but I always remember that shit, right? It's right. right. <laughs> what did I just eat? I don't even know what I ate today. So hey, okay. Yeah, but I know the lineup on the Andrew Andrew album. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, the one time we went, me and a friend went down to the Akron Civic Center and we saw James Addiction. And then so we were like, Oh, let's you know, I was like, Oh, we could just get like a cheap motel or something like that. She's like, No, 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 we'll stay in a hotel. You drive down there, I'll get the hotel. So I was like, oh, okay, yeah, whatever. And um, so we ended up staying in the Quaker Oats 
like the Quaker, it was like Quaker Hotel or something like that, but it used to be the old Quaker Oats factory. And so they turned the silos into a hotel. So all the rooms were round and stuff like that. Oh. They had the, yeah, it was really cool. And they had like the gears and everything as artwork oh. all over the walls and stuff like that. So um, we went to the show and then we came back and there's like this huge crowd in the lobby, you know, and we're like, you know, like what's going on? They're like, the band is staying here, you know? And I was like, I'm like, oh, really? You know? And we're like, oh my God, that's so cool. <laughs> so they weren't letting anybody in, but luckily we were talking to the security guard earlier and he was like, oh, I recognize you too. Come on in, you know? So we got to go in, we went up to the room and then we're like, well, let's see if we can go upstairs, you know, uh, freshen up and then we'll come down to the lobby and see if we can spot any people from Jane's Addiction or whatever, you know? And we ended up jumping in the elevator and there stood Eric Avery, the guitarist, and Steve Perkins, the drummer, from Jane's Addiction. So we were like, oh, hi, you know? So we started oh. talking to them and stuff. And um, Eric Eric went over to get something to eat. And so we kind of followed him over there a little bit. and kind of talked to him a little bit over there for a couple minutes. So it was cool. But he was actually talking about, you know, what he was going to do after the tour. And I think he said he was going to write some books or something like that. But he's no longer with the band. I mean, I know the band is kind of separated anyways, but... Shortly after that tour, I think he kind of they they disbanded for quite a while or something like that. So and you and you got to stay at the Quaker Hotel, not the hotel. Yeah, the hotel. <laughs> the nice. hotel yeah, good hotel. one. That's great. That's great, Trump. So did you know, he, have, uh, did he ever write those books? I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember exactly what he said because, but it was something about writing. So all right, but I never kept up on it, but. So it was neat to be able to sit there and talk to him, you know, and we just, we try to talk to him about anything but Jane's addiction, you know, like his personal sure. life and stuff like that, you know. And uh, you know, one of my friends came over and he was kind of being weird. So I, I got my friend out of there. So my friend Barb stayed and talked to him for a couple minutes more and then took off. So, you know, I missed that opportunity. Was... Go ahead, Blood Letter. I'm sorry. Oh, no. It was just, it was just a neat experience to. Absolutely. I, I you know, a missed experience, guys, that I pick myself in the fucking head every day is when I was about when Seventh Son came out and they were they were doing Cleveland, but they must have made a stop through and staying at a hotel. Actually, they did stay at a hotel. They were staying at the Radisson in Sandusky. And I'm out with my buddy, you know, just at the mall. We're just walking around. It was after school one time or whatever. And uh, Dave Murray was in the mall. And I said, I had to keep glancing. He had a backwards ball cap on, he had a ponytail in there. I'm like, dude, dude, I said, that's fucking Dave Murray. He goes, well, go up and talk to him. But I was way too nervous and way too, I didn't know at that time, immature to really approach, but, and scared. But he was, there he was walking in sweatpants, ponytail in back, ball cap on. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, I kick myself in the head every day for that one. So that would have been great. Anyways, yeah, that's a missed opportunity. They were at uh, Cedar Point. They went to Cedar Point because I knew someone who worked there. Well, right. so my friend, my friend Aaron, who, Aaron, whose uncle, you know, was Doug Hall, uh, did the sound engineering for for years for Maiden. He said they mm -hmm. went to Cedar Point, and that basically they were given like a pass that lets them get on the ride first. You know, they didn't have to worry about lines. They just got right in, were able to ride rides. But they spent the day before the concert, I think, at Cedar Point. So, I mean, Cedar Point does have a reputation that. aside from it is the most roller coasters, I think, in the world. So they wanted to come mm -hmm. check it out. I'm like, that would have been a fucking great day. 
Yeah. Oh. Iron Maiden's like, cut the line. I'm like, hey, cut the line. Give me some autographs. You can take my space. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, guys. Another experience I had was I saw the Gigantor that was around. And uh, I forgot to tell this and we were talking previously, but uh, uh, I got to meet Dave Mustaine. And he signed my CD sampler, Gigantor. Staying in line for a while and stuff, but he, he really didn't look like he really wanted to sign anything to be there. But he was gracious enough. He just kind of like, yeah, here you go, sign it. But that was a nice, I still got that sampler though, has Dave Mustaine's autograph on it. I try to balance expectation with fear. And like, I know these people have lives too, and sometimes they're having a shitty day. But at the same time, I'm thinking as a fan who supported them, I kind of feel like if it wasn't for people like me, they wouldn't be where they're at, you know? And how hard is it to take 30 seconds to make someone's day or smash it, you know? Like when the last time I saw Kiss and Gene Simmons, I have never liked Kiss since then. Like, not really. It's like, I will never feel the same way about that band because of that one encounter. I don't blame you. That was horrible. It's like he could have done any, any number of things to like, Keep that phantom alive. He could have said any number of ways that was a positive thing. And said, "Okay, I understand, but thanks." That's all he had to do. He didn't have to be a dick about it. So, Gene I don't said, know the story. Like, you want to come on our show? I'm going to tell you how much of a fucking dick you are. What so do I'm you sure do? He's not, sure, he's heard it. But uh, good thing I'm not bitter about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, I let. I, I've learned from Frozen. What you get? Let it go. <laughs> That's what I get. Monte, <laughs> I don't know the story. I'll tell you when we're all. Uh, well, I've seen him a couple times before, but I'll I'll uh, I'll tell you the the details, the nitty gritty details. Well, you know what? I'll tell you what. You can edit it out if you want. You, yeah, you got all the editing. Uh, it might be a better here. story now. It might be. I had written a uh, pretty successful uh, comic book, Adventures of Grammar Man and Fanboy. Yes, I, I I did have one. Right, it sold pretty well, Mark. I I actually did. No, I I it was really good. Yeah. Yeah. Dreadmeister. I, I have to. Well, <laughs> Breadbasket. Um, <laughs> well, the headmaster. Oh, get it together. <laughs> Come on, nibble get on those, my sticks. <laughs> get those brain cells working, son. Another book. It was going to be a grammar handbook, like all the parts of speech punctuation. To kind of replace a traditional grammar handbook, it would be, you know, something for grade school, middle school, but still teach all the basic concepts, but just through a, a comic book format. And I was hoping to to team up with Kiss. I wanted to include them in one of the stories, you know, and I had an artist friend of mine do some sample pages, which looked really, really nice, where they were introducing different types of nouns, I think. And I know KISS was really supportive of the Wounded Warriors project, so I wanted to align with them and saying, look, 10% of all proceeds are going to go to the Wounded Warriors. I thought, win-win. So I, I went out to like Las Vegas to, to see them and to hand them a packet of books, all of the guys all the, in the van, saying, I want to work with KISS. I just want their permission to use their likenesses to put in this book and make it like an official, you know, official uh, licensing. And I never heard back from them. So that's when I, you know, a year later, they're come to Cleveland. I'm like, well, here's my last, you know, I want to go see them. And and uh, I'm going to try it again. You know, paid for the exorbitant fee for the meet and greet. And that's when. Uh, How much is that? $1,000. Shut your mouth. No, that's a lot of fucking money. Right. Yeah. Of course, I also got you a front, one of the front three rows tickets, you know, but still a lot of fucking money. Okay, um, that kind of makes up for it, though, you know, if you yeah, get front um, row. Yeah, well, I was in front row. That that, so, yeah. no, well, the irony, my, I was right in the front row 
right in front of Gene's mic stand. I'm like, fuck, we got to look at each other all goddamn concert. Because what he did, I talked about. I go, hey, Gene. Oh, so this I, happened know, before the show. This before the show. This oh. meet and greet. So I had okay. brought another. I had brought another one. In comic book, I said, hey, Gene, remember we met in Las Vegas? I just wanted to know if there's, you know, I never heard back from you. Just wanted to give it one last chance. And he's like, do you want my assessment? I go, yeah. He goes, you don't want my assessment. I'm like, oh, fuck. You know, like, he just kind of said, he, said, he just kind of looked away and start, you know, kept on signing. I'm like, oh, fuck me. I mean, he could have easily just said, you know, it's not something that Kiss wants to do, but I wish you luck with it. I would have been happy as fuck, you know? But instead, I was like heartbroken. I'm like standing like, and yeah. just the embarrassment and the feeling of shame that I wasted a thousand dollars on this grasping for this, you know, you're grasping for straws. I was trying to find something desperate to make some money. And I thought, God, and I felt so ashamed of myself and embarrassed. And then I came out, then the show, I was looking for my seat and I'm right in the front, right in front of Gene's microphone stand. I'm like, Oh fuck me. This is going to be horrible. So I made him... fandom wasn't embarrassing enough. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, just... kick a man while he's down. Well, I made him pay for it because I kept on pulling my shirt up and smacking my gut during the show. Shut up. Really? No, I did. Oh, yeah. I saw him a couple times look away in disgust like, he's trying to put on a show. I'm like, yeah, fuck you. And he's like, you know, he had to look down. I I made him pay. So, yeah, fuck you. Yeah, well, I had my camera, my video camera. I mean, it was still a great show. He's like, boo me. Oh. Yeah, I'm just like full gut. I'm like, yeah, rubbing it. Like, yeah, patting it. Like, suck it. Um, Who regrets this night more? Yeah. Yeah, he's going to see my belly in his nightmares. I can hope. Well, in a minimum, but this was also at that same same, uh, meet and greet, or the one in Las Vegas. Or no, was that maybe that one where. I'm up there with, I get up to have a picture with the guys and Eric Singer goes, Hey man, I remember you from another, from a meet and greet, like not too long ago. Right. I'm like, how do you fucking remember me? You see a thousand people a day and here it is like a year later, you remember me from another meet and greet. That was like really, really cool. You know, and Tommy. So that Thayer, was at the Cleveland show or was that after yeah, the I think Cleveland show? That was before the Cleveland show. I mean, all the other guys. Okay. Have, uh, you know, Tommy Thayer is just so nice, was generous with his time, answered every question I had. Um, Eric Singer, who's a Cleveland guy, his dad ran the Cleveland Orchestra. Again, very nice. I said, I asked him, I was like, do you ever get a, a chance? Like when you're home in Cleveland, do you get a chance to do anything? Like see anybody, you know, see the city? He's like, no. So we pull in, you know, we pull into a, a show, you know, the bands are, or the, you know, the crew's already been setting up the stage. We do our soundtrack, you know, soundtrack. Then we go, you know, we eat dinner put on our makeup, do our show. You know, we finish up with stuff afterwards where we do interviews and then we get in the bus and we head out. I mean, they had like no time. That whole day is just show days are just filled, you know, but he, yeah. again, very cool guy. I definitely want to reach out to him. Yeah. Uh, and well, they don't, they don't remember you, Monte. They just remember the groupie in the front. Going, <laughs> That's right. That's oh, what I, I gave, was thinking. <laughs> I gave Gene, I gave Gene an eyeful and then seeing him look away in disgust, that made it worth it. Like looking down, like, God damn it. I can't do anything about it because I got to put on a show. That I knew I was, I was getting in his head. Like that made it all worth it. I'm like, yeah, you can't do anything. I paid a thousand dollars to be here. Guess what? That is the best. You know, it's like too bad you didn't have like any paint to be like kiss meets the phantom sucks 
Grammar Man rules or something like that on your belly. I should have been holding. Yeah, I should have been holding yeah. up like pictures of my book on. Yeah. Suck it, Gene, with like an arrow yeah. pointing down. Yeah. You know, yeah. lick, lick this up, Gene. You know, right. lick this up. <laughs> well, you know, at a minimum, you would hope that you know. Can you imagine if they would have melded the Grammar Man, you know, idea with song? Like, you know, Paul get up there and go, "All right, who wants to hear some bells?" <laughs> We're gonna talk about <laughs> Yeah. You know uh, I was thinking about adverbs the other day. <laughs> I just thinking about <laughs> you. You know what I say they really, really, really cool. That's three adverbs. Really, really, really. Because adverbs modify a verb or an adjective. Oh wow, let me hear. Okay, okay. Okay. Do do Chris or do do that dude do an Ozzy doing Grammar Man? Come on, because that's that's what I love. Take it. You want Paul Stanley doing Ozzy Osbourne doing Grammar Man? Yeah. Or you want just Ozzy Osbourne? What would you if if Paul Stanley sings Black Sabbath? Yeah. Right. That's what I love. Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> I feel good. Uh, do it, do it. Come on, you got it. Come I'm on. trying to think of something to say. You know, like especially the Black Sabbath part. You know. All right, All right. we're gonna do Snowblind. <laughs> now we got a song about a grammar problem that's really pervasive in schools. It's about the comma splice. <laughs> I'm going to talk to you about saying about any accord in conjunction between <laughs> the sentences. <laughs> That's a bit. That's a grammar problem. <laughs> <laughs> See? Now, now Breadbasket is going to go out and listen to some skits now. Because he's going to start putting those in it. Yeah, I didn't hear anything about Thomas Just give us that Folgers commercial. Folgers and Yolkos. Magic. Oh, my God. Welcome to the world of magic. Yeah, I mean, that's something that Chop Top and I have done with Think Poles for ages. I'd imagine, you know, imagine these people. And we thought Paul Stanley is such a great front man. He may be the greatest front man of all time as far as rock and roll. And he could just do no wrong singing for any band, you know. Yeah, especially with Black Sabbath. That's that's the best. Paul Stanley with Black Sabbath. When Paul, that's what you doing. Yeah, it's when Paul Stanley for Black Sabbath. That's what we would do. Do it, do it, do it again, do it again. Yeah. That's just right. this is my favorite. Like, do it, Mark. Come on. Oh, do it, my dad. We got some good-looking girls. Some of you girls want to get yourselves chaos. We didn't suck up black Sabbath, you know. Or, oh yeah, uh, yeah. Paul Stanley. It's like, yeah. Oh man. When you're down in the dumps, <laughs> oh, there's one thing that'll bring you up. That's no blind. Tickle your nose. Colombian snow. I do. We're gonna sing that song because you know when you're down in the dumps, you just gotta listen to some two down guitars, make you feel better all day. We're gonna sacrifice.
Christ all night. <laughs> Pray to Satan every day. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I could listen oh, to this all day. Oh, God, this is we great. We missed you, Blood Letter. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's great. <laughs> we even got bread basket sweat in there. So, you know. Crying. Crying. Well, I'm sweating. I'm sweating and crying. Can't breathe. I'm a fucking shower after I'm fucking done with the show. Yeah, so Chop and I, we started doing that at Stink Bowl ages and ages and ages ago. You know, just imagining all kinds of these like crazy hypothetical scenarios. So we thought, tell the listeners we, what Stink Bowl is. You, you gotta, uh, you gotta at least well fill out that story. Honestly, never. Honestly, never see the video of the bloating. Will be our right. Stink Bowl too. The bloating. That's, yeah, that's just locked that's away. A, that's, a, that's a terror. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Stinkful. You got video of, of the second uh, one. Yeah, I'd probably uh, yeah. web, web okay. camera. We didn't know how. We didn't know it was going to be keeping on going and then going. Okay. Well, Stinkful was you know like a response to Super Bowl. It was a bunch of friends getting together, watching the worst horror movies, worst imaginable horror movies that we could find, and making food that had produced the most obnoxiously amounts of gas possible. <laughs> so thus the and smoking cigars. Yes. Yeah, cigars came into it later, as you know. But the no. second one, first a couple ones, because um, I had I hadn't yet perfected my stink bowl chili yet. So I had made chili, but then just put cabbage in it, and then I realized, oh, sauerkraut would give it so much of a better flavor, and then that became my stink bowl classic chili. And Ooh, uh, yeah. Chop, Chop and I have stories of stink bowl excess because <laughs> we would run across the street from Save a Lot. And then just get, you know, five bags of snacks for like 20 bucks or something, you know, <laughs> chips and pies and Twinkies and all that shit, you know. And there was one time where, I don't know, <laughs> we were both laying on the floor. Like, we couldn't move. I'm like, I could feel like myself barely breathing because I was so full, like, hey, hey, Chop, I, I think I could get one more bite. Can you throw me that, can you throw me that brownie over there? <laughs> so yeah, he's like, okay, yeah, okay, buddy. He picked up a brownie and hurled yeah. me like, oh, yeah. Yeah, like our bellies got, were distended like two yeah, teeth above our like, head, you know? Look like and we were just like, like the commercials for African relief. You know, we look like those distended little kids. I'm like, yeah, I got one more bite. I got one more for one more bite of brownie. I know. Hey, like, can you throw me that little Debbie? Yeah. Or, like, Breathing uh, heavy and stuff, could barely yeah, move. Lay there and, oh, yeah. That, we would push ourselves. so excessive. Yeah. Wow. Dreadmeister, have you ever done a stink bowl? I think I only ever partook in one single stink bowl. They tried to lure me in many times, but I resisted. <laughs> I knew what I was in for. Like, I've, you know, Montag gas is uh, legendary, and I've had enough. And I wasn't going to put myself in a situation where it was inevitable. I mean, so, yeah. yeah well, not just him, but he had me going off, too. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not, not just well, yeah, you know, me going I, so. I, I did have an unfair advantage because I would make it the night before if I was making chili and I would have, you know, a bowl that night because you always cook chili twice. So you cook it the day, you know, that night before and let it cool down and then you got to bring it back up to a boil and cook it a few more hours the morning of. So I had it for dinner that night and I had a bowl for breakfast in the morning. So by the time my, you know, Chop Tap showed up, the pump had been primed. So, you know, it was, it was relentless and brutal and, so how did you get out all the fingers and the toes out of your chili smart Montag? They soften You're talking about don't a guy here that destroys uh, furniture. Those hard, those, those hard I, shelled peppercorns. Yeah. Whoop, whoop, whoop. The guy that has destroyed furniture in his household. That's me. Growing yes. up. What? Um, okay, they don't, so they don't know the context of that. 
breadbasket. Oh, his mother had to throw away a chair. I would fart in. We had a rocking chair. I would fart in so much. <laughs> Eventually, the phone got saturated with my flatulence. You sit down. It was like a plume of green noxious gas. I remember seeing her face like, oh, 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 Mark Allen, you, you, you've got to stick your butt outside. You fart outside from now on. And his yeah. mom is the ultimate, like, neat, free, clean. Everything yeah. has to be absolutely spotless. We had to throw that yeah. chair away. Is that why she put plastic on all our furniture afterwards? No, nothing like that. It just I should no, have. No, he had to raise up when he cut what he farted I, after that. That would have been bad too. I I should have just oh. had my ass upstairs or outside. So, yeah, we had to throw away that chair. That was pretty so the good. one you guys videoed. Did you okay? Was that too. at the was bloating? That at that no. One? No. Okay. No. Then I we think have, you we guys... have video of you that you were not aware of, but I can't talk about that right now. We're, yeah, we're, we're not even playing it. Yeah, it's, yeah. I had I had no, several bathroom cams that you're not aware of. Part of it. So I've been selling pictures. Or of you, you guys reenacted it for the third season. <laughs> oh, we could never reenact that kind of performance. So, uh, no, yeah, I, you must probably. You know, I bet you we showed the video. Like, I bet you probably yeah, showed it to you. Yeah, because yeah. you were just like just because you know why not. You were one of us, you know, goofle yeah. gobble, yeah. goofle gobble, one of us. And uh, and why do yeah. I still talk to you guys? I don't know. I asked myself that. I, I thought I you'd know. have to get. I, I thought you'd have to get locked away after that first meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing that video, like, oh my gosh, these guys are fucking crazy. So, yeah, so you guys showed me that video. You made me watch yeah. it. Right, we were lighting our farts on fire and stuff like that. You're right? like, hey, we're come over. We're gonna watch Mother's Day, and I'm like, ooh, my favorite movie. And then you're like, <laughs> just kidding. Oh, I'm sure we watched Mother's Day too, and the stinkable tube loading. Yeah, they loading ambushed you. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. Right in the middle of the movie, I'm like, Mark, why don't you get your pants wow. down? <gasps> my dad, <dance. laughs> I haven't figured it out by now. I think they're all right. We're okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, that's a that's a stinkful classic stinkful. We've been started that God way back in the I would Days. say nineties. Yeah, ninety one thousands. Ninety one. No, I don't think it was that. Well, your house first there. Child. Yeah, that would be the first one. Really we, got the, we made the pizza with the really hot peppers. Yeah, remember? Oh yeah, <laughs> that, that was, was a mistake. Big. Yes. Mistake. Oh yeah, yeah. I felt that one a couple of days later. You know, Whew, fire in the mm -hmm. hole. But, uh, uh, everybody knows what stink bowl is now. Yep, yep. yep. So there, there, there we go. The uh, probably more than we started. Yes, that's how we started the whole uh, "What if Paul Stanley sang for Black Sabbath?" <laughs> you know, I mean, it could apply to any any band, but something yeah. like Black Sabbath is just you know, right. Um, I guess back to our concert experiences. Brilliant. This was discussed before anything, but uh, uh, I did see my mom. It took me and a friend to see Robert Plant at Blossom on the Now and Zen tour. Stevie Ray Vaughan opened that show. Oh my God! And uh, and he got three standing ovations before Plant even took his age. And uh, I remember it so fondly because two weeks later he died in that fatal helicopter crash. So that's oh, why no, it's, it's such a, a memory to me that was just like, thank God mm -hmm. I got to see such a great like that. And yeah, actually two greats in one night. But yeah, yeah, that's I, great. Yeah. Stevie Ray Vaughan, there's just something magical about watching him play, man. He was just a, yeah, a monster, you know. Oh, my throat is all you, uh, worse and oh. scratchy from doing Paul Stanley. <laughs> I can't get those oh, yeah. notes anymore. How about uh, you, Bread Box? Uh, how about your concert experience? Anything you'd <laughs> no, like to man, bring I up? No, man, I think I kind of, uh, I think I've, 
I, I'm sitting here trying to think if I had any more that I didn't talk about. Uh, you know, the We're last saving time. one for when you're hey, the, just right talk there, about them again. They made the make incident funnier. <laughs> the incident. Oh. Well, we oh. got to save the incident because I don't think his cousin knows. It was at the show where probably does Red, not. Red Basket and I went to see his cousin play in his band, Crip Kicker. <gasps> and things oh, got out of Crip hand. Kicker? Oh, you yeah. know, Crip Kicker? Yeah, they were big deal back in the 90s. Back in, mm -hmm. in, yes, in the I knew scene. the drummer. Okay. That's my cousin. You knew Eric? Eric? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. I was Did you guys down. like, we're cousins. Because <laughs> oh, no. I want to have him on, like, tell us, Eric. Tell us all, <laughs> tell about, us all it. about it. No, 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 no. I went to high school with him, though. But I, I remember oh. it, I would be like, Crip kick up! And I'd like, do this big <laughs> high kick every time I saw him. That's and cool. Wow. World. Can you do that? Can you give it a high kick? Let's see I it. Can't, I can't. Um, Come on. I did Paul Stanley to my horse. horse. You could do Well, you'll definitely have to join us for the Crip Kicker when we have Eric on. For the oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. We're going to catch up um, and talk about Crip Kicker and Beyond Fear and Law of Destruction, mm -hmm. all this stuff. So, yeah. And I don't where and... I was, but we were going down a highway and I pulled into a rest stop and Crip Kicker was in the rest stop. And I mean, it was like in the middle of Pennsylvania or in the middle of like oh, Michigan. No or like nice. in a whole other state, you know, and like I pull in this thing and I'm like, what, what, what are you guys doing? You know? So awesome. I did see Crip Cooker a couple times back in the nineties, but yeah, we watched those guys many times up in Cleveland. Peabody's particularly, we went to a mm -hmm. lot of those shows. They played Peabody's a lot. Yeah. He's yeah. a funny, yeah. funny dude. Yeah. 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 He was super nice to us. I mean, well, he's your cousin, so obviously he's going to be nice, but he was just really cool and I'm excited about having him on. You know, yeah, I'm looking forward to catching up. We with saw him, him. I haven't talked to him in years. Yeah, that um, I'd like that orange drum set he had. He had that kind of really beautiful orange drum kit mm -hmm. that I thought was really awesome. But uh, yeah, he, he, he was has played cool. drums his entire life, man. When he was tiny, I mean, when he was just a little kid, <laughs> they had a drum kit down in the basement. So nice. yeah, that makes a big difference, you know. Let the kids do that kind of stuff and learn. Yeah, self-taught. Yep. Yeah, I started off with a snare drum. When I was ten, you know. <laughs> Another yeah. uh, memory I have is um, <clears throat> Tracy Guns from LA Guns. This was a few years back. I went to this. Uh, they had a show. He did a little side band called Gunzo, and it had consisted of Rudy Sarzo on bass, LA Guns drummer, Tracy Guns, um, and uh, don't say everybody. He killed it. And they just did covers of Sabbath and Zeppelin and Ozzy songs, and just a fun night. They headlined it, but uh, I remember. Rudy was, you know, reaching out and stuff. I slept Rudy Sarzo's hand, man. Like I could go right up to the stage and almost like, hey, man, how you doing, brother? And that's a, a really cool memory. And I also, I remember a band from Sweden. I think they were called Killer B. I actually bought their CD for 10 bucks. They're pretty good. And uh, they get an ex-UFO guitar player on it. And, uh, yeah, they signed my uh, CD right out there before the Gunso took the stage. Bullet Boys was the middle cool. band. Wow. Bullet Boys, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that was silly, but man, it was so cool to reach out and, and press the flash with Rudy Sarzo. Man, he's been in awesome. as mm -hmm. we all know. You mm. pressed the flash, yeah, man. Press the flash, Paul. Go to press the flash, Paul. Yeah. Uh, I know there's some girls out there. What a press the you... flash. <laughs> what, is, what is that, though? What does that mean? What does that even mean? Just like you yeah, shake hands with the press, the flash. press, shake flash. hands. Or I mean, a lot of other things, Bloodletter. But, uh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> like, all over the place. 
when flesh touches, you know. That's right. I'll reach the hands across America. Hands across the chop shop. That's nice. I've been fortunate enough that in in Facebook to have met and talked with some other rock stars as well. Uh, in particular, hmm. Bruce Corbett and Mike Scacia of uh, Rigor Mortis. And yeah, so also cool. for Blood Letter for you, Mike Scacia played guitar with Ministry on the uh, Mind wow. is a Terrible Thing, the Taste Tour. Okay. They did that really fast, lightning mm -hmm. fast guitar. Yeah, you know, I reached out, and Bruce Corbett and I talked occasionally. He was, I remember when he was getting married, and I'd sent him out like a, a little uh, song. I said, you could write a song about this for Rigor Mortis. And I gave him some lyrics like, it's too late. You've done it now. You've already said your wedding vow. And he thought that was funny. And we just chatted back and forth, you know, every every few months. And uh, especially as he was getting sick when he got cancer, you know, I just made sure to reach out because I got a, a copy of Rigor Mortis's last album that came back and reformed into an album, Slave to the Grave. And if you helped crowdfund it, you know, you got like some swag and I got like a rigor mortar shot glass and a signed copy of the, of the CD, you know, and uh, it was just very, very unfortunate when he passed, you know, but I was so grateful for a platform like Facebook in which to kind of interact with these guys, you know, and that's meeting some of the people we've been talking to has been through Facebook, you know, and that's, that's kind of awesome in a way. That's just amazing. It's great to be able to kind of interact with, even though we've never met personally, but as we know, Vic Stone talked about he he played with Warbeast, in Vindicator, or Volcana. Mm -hmm. Yeah, toured with Warbeast, you know. Yep. So, and I love Warbeast. I mean, that's, that's oh, yeah. you know, that's a ferocious, ferocious band. And another funny story. Uh, I think I was with my, with my one friend, and we went to the Odeon, and we were going to see uh, Dio. And I think it was the Magic Tour, and uh, I remember. Uh, I think Ingve Malmsteen opened up or something. And so we're at Hooters before. You know, get the beat. And I look over there, I told my friend, I go, that's Ingve's band. He goes, who, who the fuck are you talking about? How do you know this? I said, damn it, that's the keyboard player, that's the bass player. And so I said, I'm going to get fucking autographs. So I walked up there, man, and, and, and talked to him a little bit. And I said, hey, where's Ingve? They're like, they're, I can't do the accent, but they were like, oh, yeah, this is not good enough for him. He back in the dressing room eating lobster and they're starting to laugh at their own, you know, about Ingve because, you know, because <laughs> he's notoriously a dick. And, yeah. uh, but, uh, you know, and, uh, my buddy was just, he's, how did you know? I go, I, I used to have a lot of albums. I saw the same band numbers and look at it. I just remember. I used to masturbate to the pictures every night. Didn't you? <laughs> God, what do you think? I commit it to memory. That's right. <laughs> Hit that E flat keyword player. <laughs> 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 well, no, that, that was silly. He was just—he still laughs about it to this day. That he's just like, dude, I still don't know how you know half. I said, I don't know. Passion. You're like yeah. an idiot well, savant. <laughs> you know, <laughs> savant for music. Totally. I'm yeah. top top, and I know everybody. I committed <laughs> every person to music. I know it. <laughs> That's definitely that's definitely yeah. that's definitely Ingve's keyboard yeah, player. Keyboard player. Definitely keyboard player. Definitely keyboard player. Definitely keyboard player. Where's Ingve's eating lobster? Ingve's eating lobster. He's a dick. He's a dick. Well, yeah, they're they're my fave and all, but yeah, but no, it's just yeah, that's just another story and another long line of them. So yeah, had to throw it out there. It's just kind of funny because that was his reaction. Like you guys, in fact, you know, always get on me and go, what the fuck? You know these people. What do you? I don't know, man. Uh, I think I was well, I seven thought... years, six or seven when I first rock and roll. I, I mean, really, that I they were heroes back then. Of course, was Kiss. 
And that really started. Most the whole normal thing. people like Kiss, Brett Basket. <laughs> Do you not like Kiss, Brett Basket? No. Uh, Dread, oh, no, Dread Slayer? No. Uh, what don't you? Know, you? Okay, it's par- partially just to bust Montag's balls, but you know, <laughs> I don't know. They never appealed to me. I never got the appeal. He never, never listened to them. So what did you? What did? Were they too? Let they me tell you what he was them? listening to before I introduced him to Iron Maiden. They're bad musicians. That's why I, he listened to Michael Jackson. That was he had the thriller. Like eight album. years old. It's like you 10. were listening Come to on. Michael Jackson before I introduced you to Iron Maiden. That's true. I mean, who didn't have the Thriller album? Come on. Not me. Come on. I was <laughs> not. All right, screw you guys. Which one of these is not like the others? basket. <laughs> we, we all, we've all had embarrassments in oh, our childhood. Right. Absolutely, Come man. On. Absolutely. Uh, I've grown up. No, you know, well, he still has to listen to War Machine. I'll fucking guarantee you. So, yeah. I yeah. know. <laughs> I know. Hey, look, it's, when Eric Singer comes on the show, you better fucking know your kiss. I'm telling you, man. Yeah, I don't know. Should I come on and just be a dick the whole time? or? Well, don't, don't ask the question. Is it true that you record every album in a garage? So, you know. I mean, yeah. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> Thanks, guys. It's been nothing. Thanks for dickhead over there getting us out of the show. Yeah. This song's yeah, going to go out to the I remember hearing about Ingve and how Ingve um, had, or Dio had reached out to Ingve to be a guitar, the guitarist in his band. And Dio had turned him, or Ingve had turned him down like, no, it wasn't cool because he needed to be in the spotlight. Yeah. Well, that was a, right, right, right before he get to the, uh, was it Lock Up the Wolves and found that was it uh, oh, Rowanson? Yeah, Rick, or what? Yeah, you know, Rowanson, eighteen-year-old. Rowan yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my God, I was so fucking jealous. And he had this really cool guitar with this, with Spider-Man on it. I'm like, God damn it! You're actually playing with Dio. But what was great about that tour? Because we, I saw them at um, down at the flats. What was the, the little uh, the amphitheater? Where did we see him? Nautica. The Nautica. Um, yeah. Guess who opened for Dio? Oh my god! <laughs> wow. I thought that's hilarious. And, Ingrid, and the singer, I caught him. He was lip syncing one of the songs. I saw oh, that. I'm wow. like, you're not singing. It was you know. He should have laughed over his microphone stand. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, still oh. going. Slap your belly right at right now. <laughs> Can you hear that rage? Yeah. <laughs> Listen to that rage. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that I think, was. Uh... I think just live show that would really capture you, Breadbasket. The kiss, the live experience, and listen to Kiss Alive. He, he's, he's, listen he's, to Kiss Alive, yeah. man. That's a great album. <laughs> you, uh, if you agree to call me Dreadbull from here on out, I will listen to Kiss Alive. Dreadbull. Dreadbull, that's your name. Yeah, like Dreadbull? Red Bull, but Dreadbull. It just dread will work. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said that was like Dreadmeister earlier. No, you don't even hard. know what your name is anymore, do you? Look, here's well, here's what happened. <laughs> uh, just listen to our last ahead, show with Eric Wagner. No, uh-huh. tell the whole story. Slunkmeister was a complete, just a, a, a inside joke, humorous name. We would change our names constantly when we were during the shutdown, during lockdown. We would get on and play games on Discord, like, like, right. a little party game. So right, one you joined game, us. You, yeah. That's one so game fun. you would create new names, new words, basically. And one of the words yeah. that got created was slunk. It's another name for jizz. Yes. Right. So as a lark, I put I changed my little tag name to Slunkmeister. 
for fun. Had a little penis emoji on or a little penis yeah. picture on there and stuff. Yeah. And that just and it just sat there like that in Discord, not knowing we were gonna do this show. You know, the, the, so our first episode pops up and Mark's just like, Yeah, you're gonna be Slunkmeister. I had no time to change it, no time to think about it. So yeah, we, we started show number one, then that's what I was ever since the gradual wearing of like the not liking the name has just grown. He's like, and yeah. a slunkmeister. <laughs> and now we're here at Daredevil, right? Well, you better get a petition. You get a, better get a petition together, buddy, to get it changed because we already 16 know. Sixteen episodes in, I think we have to have a committee to vote on whether you should yeah, all change your name. Or not. Here's what made it worse: at the end of when we were uh, when we finally got Eric Wagner on, and Mark introduced himself, and then he said, "That's uh, that's Mark over there. He's slunkmeister." And Eric's like, "Huh, slut." Slut, and we just started laughing. He thought it was slut something. Slutmeister. Yeah. Slut so at the end of the show, I went ahead and signed off as Slutmeister, and Eric, he had a good time with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah slut. Yeah, you're, you're, you're a fucking, you're a fucking, you're a fucking slut. slut. That's right. I'm Chris, fucking slut. Like, oh, and we're just oh. dying laughing. So that's yeah. the segment I posted in our communications page that minute. Of I saw that. Yeah. So, yeah. that's, that's how I start like, the episode. The episode 15 starts with that minute of glory, mm-hmm. you know, and like five more minutes of talking. I'm like, this is just too good not to make the bumper. Boom, uh, right off the bat. Fucking slut. You know, like, gotten out of control. So I'm getting these, check, I'm getting these texts from Breadbasket saying, you know, my reputation is tanking and tanking. I'm like, what reputation? <laughs> Come on. I don't have a reputation. Eric, you Eric Wagner calls you the slut, Meister. You're going to take that name. <laughs> Uh, take it all <laughs> take it all take it all but if you want us to call you a new name we're going to have to have a whole big introduction about that or maybe on this show we're going to change joe to slob knob instead of chop top he's going to be the slob knob let's see knob Mon- gobbler gonna- <laughs> joe knob gobbler Unstuck. We're all stuck. yeah. So, yeah, that ain't gonna work. Hey, this is knob gobbler. Keep it heavy. Yeah, yeah I my yeah. crew is my mouth. Like <laughs> nut bag. Change you to nut sack. <laughs> 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 nutsack, nut knob gobbler, and bread box. Yeah, here we go. Crimson nutsack. Crimson scrotum. Crimson scrotum from the deep from Warhammer. The scarlet nutsack. Yeah. Well, what about Bloodletter? She needs a new name. Blood yeah. Blood what are you gonna name me? Yeah. At least, huh? I don't know. Bloodletter. Do oh, something. Blood. Do something. Bloodletter. <laughs> we can change your name. Hey, I'm I'm for him changing his name. See, see, she's been decent about it. So, uh, you still got to get at least a thousand more signatures on a petition. <laughs> right on the petition, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. But I only know two people. <laughs> right, I only know you two. Yeah. <laughs> well, why don't you really decide on what you want us to call you? Yeah, <laughs> I have a hard. You want it to be dreadful. Not dread. Something, something dread. Yeah, dread make it like yeah, scary because it's heavy metal horror or something. Something like dread kind of. Dread bull. Oh, it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard to call you that, man. After all this time of calling you slunk. Just call me dread. That's fine. See, that's scary. Dread. Dread. Dreadful. Dread. Oh, <laughs> uh, I gotta work on that one. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna have to well, practice. I'll work harder on it, knowing that I've made you listen to a couple of Kiss albums. That'd be worth it, but. <laughs> <laughs> long game. Slunkmeister is just so rooted in what we do. He, he's never Dread gonna Bull. start stop with that, Dread. He's just gonna keep it going, you know, with the kiss though. You oh, yeah. just Dread Bull just become Dread Basket. We'll find oh. all kinds of names for you. We've we'll been just... doing this for 40 years, so 
Right. That's not the new for us. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, right I've been hating on Kiss for most of my life. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, it's it's I get it. By this time, no no matter it could be fucking like peanut butter jelly, you would still hate it. You know? <laughs> You're like really shocked. I that's think like he's one, probably like the first like person Squidward I met. Sneaking sneaking Krabby Patties at night because he's embarrassed. SpongeBob, they like to yeah, taste. He likes that's, it. That's that's Fred Basket. He's up there listening to the kids secretly. He's got all yeah. the albums. I was made for loving you, baby. In the shower. shower. <laughs> yeah. Got yeah. That culture song stuck in my head for last <laughs> week. I think he's the first guy I ever heard to say that he didn't like Kiss. Uh, it's like in our every age guy you ever, yeah, every guy you ever meet was like, oh yeah. Kiss. Oh yeah, kiss. Yeah. Oh yeah, kiss. I mean, he had some good albums back then. You had some Def Leppard. You had Pyromania. That's a great album. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh-huh. uh, yeah. Our eighties so jumped down. We we actually focused my on proto metal, metal days. Between all this, and, yeah, rats albums. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. some good music. Yeah, it's just always part of the the the, the tit for tat. Back and forth is mm-hmm. is actually mm-hmm. more fun than getting. Mark to admit that he loves Kiss because I know he does. So, <laughs> yeah, it's dreadful. Come on, right? Dad. Dreadful. Yeah, I'll work on that. I'll work on that pretty hard. Dread, <sighs> dread, dread's fine. Like Judge, dread. think of Judge Dread. I'm not gonna equate you with Judge Dread. I'm sorry. I know you. I like Judge Dread, <sighs> but I know you. <laughs> so, we're gonna have to change the whole show up now. Yeah, we're gonna dub in Dreadbull every time anybody says slump like that. I wanna <laughs> go back and edit every one of those. Dreadbull. That, would be, that would be a real bad edits too, really blatant. Hey, how are you doing? Dreadbull. Right. <laughs> exactly. Dreadbull. Please Dreadbull. do it. Because that would be hilarious. Dreadbull. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ralph Sheepers, but we have some internal problems going on. We're going to have to right. Yeah. yeah. Of course, a week of all weeks where this one decides to identify identify as something else. Fucking name, huh? <laughs> Huge fucking interview. Up identifying as Dreadbull. I'm moniker fluid. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I might just call you fluid. I might just, that might be fluid. better. Fluid. Fluid Fluid Yeah, fluid bucket. You might, you're, the, you're the fluid bucket. Receptacle. <laughs> That's your name. His receptacle. Okay. For what? Whatever you want to put in. That's right. Yeah, we're gonna show spit bucket. Yeah, we're gonna right. get fluids. Yeah, fluids. Spit bucket. Spit bucket. And I'm money shot. You know. Listening <laughs> <laughs> like to the wettest episode of Heavy Metal. Oh, seconds. It's stay tuned. Stay tuned because this is gonna get really wet. Yeah. <laughs> wet like my panties are wet. <laughs> Oh fuck! Oh, God, uh, I think the headache from laughing so straight. <laughs> oh. It's just fluids. <laughs> well, I'm sure we'll find something, something Red Bull. Yeah, <laughs> you did. You said it. It's I've right. said I it before. I just, it just doesn't uh, doesn't doesn't oh. fit yet. It's not it's not cemented like Slunkmeister has been for for mm. months and months. Uh, you'll you get. Know, it's gonna take a little while. I'll probably abuse it a thousand ways, but you're used to that. <laughs> we we, we lost each other's balls anyways. Fuck it, right? So yeah, this is part of the exactly. charm of the show. I think yeah. so. I know people chime in for it. Yeah, I love it. You know, yeah, that's exactly. If we're all it's genuine. 
professional we're all, fun at all. Yeah, we're all friends. It's genuine. And uh, yeah, so it's awesome. I still want to call, you know, Bloodletter is such a great name. If you were had another name, though, if you're going to identify as a new name, Bloodletter, you're going to be Monitor mm-hmm. Fluid. What, uh, what would you, uh, what name would you like? Oh, for any, any, uh, I don't know. I mean, that, that was kind of, you know, probably good enough. For, you was know, that the first name you'd fluid. ever been given? Was that the first name you'd ever been given, Bloodletter? No. What other nicknames have you had? They weren't nearly as bitch. good as Bloodletter. I'm like, bitch. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I mean, my, my name, my nickname is Netty. And so then when I wanted to join a roller derby, I was going to be Netty Knives. Nice. I'll cut you. I would pay my moto. To in a roller derby. <laughs> I would pay a dollar for that. Yeah. I'd like to see you. That's good Get money. I'm Get coming over on my skates. I'm coming over. Well, I, Taking your yeah, ass on I, skates. I think right. after tonight's show, I might change my name to the Great White Hope. <laughs> Hopeless. Hopeless. Put a skirt on. I, 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 can, I can drum roll on my belly, just like you did for, for Gina at that concert. So, yeah. Dude, that is like the best. I mean, I'm so, so sorry. I'm so sorry, like, Grammar Man. Yeah, like, but oh, freaking hilarious. You got him. I, I've yeah. never heard the fullness of that story. That's the. First it was embarrassing. I was ashamed of it. You know, wasting all that money and and putting yeah. hope in that. You know, it was just but slapping your belly at Gene Simmons. Yeah. Is, uh, was, was I was by then because I had gone through that stage where I was like really just crying and so upset. You know them. Yeah. You know, but a half hour before the band, and by then I'm like stealing myself up and like okay, fine. And then I started, you know, coming in like oh, I can get my fucking revenge. He has to look at me all night. Well, guess what? You treat me like a dick. I'm gonna piss you off for two fucking hours, and you can't do a goddamn thing about it. Fuck it, Gene. <laughs> that was great. The irony of you being right in front of him too—it's just yeah. It couldn't have, it was like almost like it was planned. It was planned. Like yeah, that's beautiful. That's because I could have been on all far on the other end with Tommy Thayer, you know, on the end of the stage. Yeah. Like nope, right in front. And I sat Gene there. And Simmons I looked at learns like, instant karma. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, man. You probably yep. kept seeing that white skin and going boobies. No. <laughs> right. boobies, well, I was much it. thinner then. Yeah, I was much thinner then. <laughs> yeah. But uh oh, but God. he still I still could stick my belly out. He could just take it. It's right. <laughs> white meat like a butterball. <laughs> just take it. I am ready for Thanksgiving. And you're gonna have to look at this slimy skin. Did you tweak your nipples at him or anything good? No, I would you know no, I, a little uh, nipple I didn't tweaking. want to get him turned on. I was just <laughs> Let that turkey sit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I thought I'd you know flash one of these. He might get. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, he oh. might like it. Anybody else get a boner? I do that again. All right. Exactly. I did. So Looking at my way too many, way too many nipples in this episode. <laughs> Holy crap! Not nearly what are you enough. Talking about bread basket. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's your turn, blood letter. Come on. <laughs> Oh, yeah. oh my gosh, guys! Great. Dread nice. has uh, had his hands up for the whole episode. So I'm, I'm, nice. I'm proud nice. somebody did. <laughs> you know us. That ain't gonna uh, I fucking know those two assholes. They ain't doing. <laughs> this, this has been this has been great. Uh, I like got to exhibit some common decency. Structureless show. <laughs> kind of wonderful. Well, between that and the uh, all the other additional. Stuff. Well, uh, it'll be. This will be quite a good show. I'm just not a good storyteller. I wish I was a good storyteller. I'm not a good storyteller. So. You're just, just telling what happens. That's that's yeah. great. I know. You know? It comes it's, out all clunky. It's fine. <laughs> it's not. It's not as clunky as you think. Um, 
that I mean, very yeah, first I mean, you got that, to, you got to stay at the Quaker Hotel. I mean, you know, that's right. I mean, that's a hell of a story. Really actually. Cool. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. You know, that's cool. And we were talking to the security guard about like the history of it and all that stuff like that. You know, so because we always just like we try to talk to anybody we can, but the dark history mm-hmm. of the Quaker Oats Hotel. Hotel. <laughs> the No Tell Hotel, right? Like the, the Motel Hell. Yes. I was trying to come up with a, something that we could say about Quaker Oats, like the Uncle Fried Freddy's Fritters. Good for diabetes. Diabetes. Get <laughs> your good cholesterol. Talk to you about diabetes. You can lower your cholesterol. It ain't fuchs. Watch Clark and eat your oatmeal. I'm going with the aliens because they're going to take me cocooning. Oh, well, it's nine o'clock. We should probably get out of oh, here. Yeah. Wow, so we wow, have had a yeah. great chat Holy tonight. Crap. It's gonna be a really fun episode. I love mm-hmm. this this kind of free for all kind of thing. That's great. Mm-hmm. Um God, it's this has been wonderful. So uh oh, well oh. what a great evening. I uh, feel very spunked out. That's for sure. Hi. Yeah, I'm exhausted. <laughs> yeah. So you have been listening to Montag, Master of Illusion. Chop top. And Dread Bull. Let up. It hurts me when I hear it, Dread Bull. Like, I feel it inside, like, oh, good. it's just so wrong. It's just so oh, wrong. Yeah. That makes <sighs> me like it even more. You're bringing pain to my one of my nads. Pain. Give me <laughs> testicle pain. <laughs> You're only my supposed own. to have one anyway, damn it. I know, I was going to sell it, 25 whole, grand. That's a whole other story. <sighs> we'll talk about that next time. <laughs> Next time. No, let's talk about it now. <laughs> we got a, we got shows. You got to come back with us next time. Yes. Blood Butter. We talk about the the was it the the chronicle of the testicle? It's the testicle chronicles. The ongoing search for the selling of the testes. All right. Really? Been, yeah. It's good. I was. Why not? Uh, I'll show you the scar and everything. Did you uh, know William Shatner? <laughs> I've met William Shatter, yes. Oh. Did you know he sold one of his kidney stones for like $25,000 or something nice. like that? Wow. <laughs> I bet I know no, what he was yeah. telling. I'm not was letting you finishing this store. Oh, He's like going, con. <laughs> <laughs> he said, what? Con? God. Have you ever seen Star Trek 2, the Rathacon? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm so disappointed. I'm completely useless to you guys, really. Not completely. I don't <laughs> listen to metal. Oh, yeah, but you know what? Your musical, you have great musical yeah. taste. You're diverse, and then you love mm-hmm. horror, and you're just fun to be around. So, I have one more funny shot. I have one more funny okay. thing. Okay, that band that I posted on my timeline, Mooney Suzuki, right? They're they're just like a small band or whatever, but they were playing at the Beachland in the tavern, and you know, smaller venue and stuff. And so the dude's walking around and he's prancing around like Mick Jagger, right? And he jumps up on my friend's table and he's like singing and they're like amazing rock band or whatever, you know. My friend just looks at him and he's like, why the hell is he on my table? And he just like goes up and he just punches him right in the nuggets. Oh. <laughs> it, wasn't like, it wasn't like a full on punch, but it was just like, just a, he tapped him, you know, he like just wow. he tapped the dude in his nuggets. <laughs> wow. That you just don't do, man. Well, That's just some things you know. Well, no. you know, I, I get this. I, I get my friend's point because you know he was like 
there was no girls, there was no chicks at the table or anything, you know, he was, it was just him sitting there and like all of a sudden, you know, this dude's on his table dancing around, you know, trying to spill his beer or something, you know, because the table's wobbling and his beer is going. He's like, what the, f-? you know, he's like, what is this for? And he's like, <laughs> nice. <laughs> you should have done that yeah. to uh, Gene Simmons, Montag. He has always <laughs> wearing an armored codpiece. Oh, you want to hurt <laughs> that's real. That's real armor. That's real metal. That's not oh, like wow. classic or shit. It's heavy. Oh. It's like 40 pounds of gear. Yeah. Yeah. Probably he had a slingshot. It was like, <laughs> he's probably gotten punched too many times. I don't know, man. All right, but man. I hope I hope my big white belly haunts him, like the great white whale. You yeah. know, <laughs> how could it not? Yep, just sitting there, smacking it, rubbing it, like yeah, suck <laughs> this. This My side boob, Gene. Yeah. Yeah. Hands up. Not mine. Oh, anyway. <laughs> You've been listening to. Oh, and then. <laughs> I quit. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Bloodletter. Get it out. See, we've lost her. I guess she's passed out. It's great. Spit your swallows. Make your choice. Let's go. Come on. Get in. <laughs> okay, no, I was just kidding. I just, I, I was just being a dick. Like Gene Simmons. Well, you're you're among great company then, so it's being okay. A gene. That's right. You just quit being a Gene. Don't be a Gene. <laughs> don't be yeah. a Gene. Don't be a Gene. That basket says, "Don't be a Gene." <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I don't want this to end, but I know it's nine o'clock and everyone's got shit right. to do. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Can I get before thirty. Yeah, you got. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, Bloodletter, will what, what night are we going to watch those movies? You said you want to get on. Bloodletter wants to watch uh, the movies. We'll talk after the show. Whatever. Just hold on to the show. We'll we'll sign off and we'll yeah, talk. We got it. We got it. You've been listening to heavy, heavy metal. metal. Oh. Oh. Oh.